We acknowledge and pay respect to the traditional owners of the land in which this podcast was produced, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and acknowledge that sovereignty was never ceded. We also pay our respects to the traditional owners of the lands that this content reaches and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people who may be listening. People need people. We've always needed people. We always will need people. And I think it's like a drastic shock. Welcome to Conversations in Isolation, a podcast that brings the intimacy of conversation against the backdrop of social distancing. Together we talk with interesting people, telling the stories you haven't heard from the places you can't go, to bridge the void of social isolation. Hi, I'm Matthew, and in this episode I'm speaking to Michael Ditham, an employee of Racing Australia and a good friend of mine. I'm hoping to find out in our chat today how a major sporting organisation is dealing with the restrictions of COVID-19 and how Michael is coping with this lifestyle change. Hello everyone, Uh, my name is Michael Didham. I am a third year science student majoring in biology at RMIT and I work at Racing Australia. Thank you for joining us on this podcast, Michael. Through this podcast, we are looking to explore how the growing pandemic of the coronavirus has affected society, and we wanted to look at you as you have a connection with Racing Australia. So, Michael, first off the bat, how has your day been today? I'm doing uh, pretty well, if I do say so myself. What about yourself? Yeah, my day's been pretty good indeed. Now, Michael, you work in an interesting position. You work for Racing Australia. What exactly is the role that you perform for Racing Australia? Uh, The role that I perform at Racing Australia is a data entry operator and a service centre coordinator, just working in the uh, customer service and race results areas. And what um, response has Racing Victoria been giving the employees in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic? Um, well, we've been working from home now for the best part of four to five weeks. They've made sure that, you know, we've got everything that we need to sort of fulfil our role to a similar capacity as to how we'd be doing in the office. Um, yeah, uh, the communication um, throughout Racing Australia has been pretty open, to be honest with you. I, I think, um, I think yeah, we, we've done a pretty good job of that. What about the wider response from Racing Australia, the more match day kind of response they have given out? I think uh, Racing Australia and Victoria have done pretty well in addressing the uh, COVID-19 crisis. Um, We were pretty proactive in locking our fans early from the race meetings, the jockeys have to go into self-isolation. There's a minimal amount of race day officials and stable employees at each race meeting. And I think we've done pretty well in making sure that the sport keeps on going and uh, all these people uh, stay in their jobs uh, to keep some form of the economy turning and the industry to keep going throughout the crisis. One of the major concerns they've been facing a lot of people is the work-life balance. Given a lot of people having to work from home, and you obviously come from working in an office environment, how have you found that you've been able to maintain your worth ethic? And do you think that our office environment is more suited to you being more productive, or you've been able to correlate it back into the environment you have now? Um, I guess it's a matter of uh, adaptation, really. Um, it's taken a while to adapt to this sort of work-life balance and this lifestyle, so to speak, that the pandemic sort of given us. I think through, like, as the 
lockdown goes on, I think I will better adapt to this way of life, this version of the work-life balance. In terms of heading back after the lockdown, uh, things might be different, but um, yeah, I can't really say too much about what's going to happen afterwards at the moment. What are other kind of worries you've kind of encountered in the kind of virus pandemic that's kind of affected your daily life? Uh, probably the biggest worry for me is, um, you know, when I get uh, in amongst the free time, it, it can get a bit hard to get back uh, to work and uh, be productive again, you know. So um, sort of a uh, exploitation of that free time a little bit, uh, binging a bit too much Netflix and uh, spending a bit too much time on the Xbox, uh, a little bit, little bit of a worry there, but um, yeah. Now, on a bit more of a lighter note, there was one sporting event that is able to continue through this time. It's, of course, the Marble one, as shown on the Jelly's Marble YouTube page. Now, Michael, I've heard that you are a massive fan of this page, a massive Arrangers fan. For people who aren't aware of what this YouTube channel is, it does all different types of marble racing, marble events, from Olympic Marvel events to Formula One races. Michael, can you just talk us through a bit about this page and how you got to this sport? Oh, well, it's um, it's been great to uh, fill my thirst for sports outside of footy and basketball, which have, you know, all these sports except for racing and marble racing, of course, have uh, sort of shut down. So um, I thought, oh, you know, I'll check out this marble racing just to see wh- how it goes, what goes on. And uh, the quality and the production of, of this marble racing is just phenomenal. It got me sucked in right away. And I know, yeah, some people... People might be listening going, oh, who is this guy? What's this marble racing? But it's like, I do recommend um, that people do check it out because, you know, it's actually a lot of fun to watch and it's something to look forward to um, while we're locked up in our houses. So yeah, it's, it's been great fun watching the marble racing. It's a great kind of isolation activity that we've got going on. Some of the challenges of isolation have been kind of connecting with friends, staying active. What's your kind of been approach to this? How have you been able to stay active during this time, socialise with friends still, when you really can't go out your front door, unless it's one of those four reasons the government's been posting about? There have been a lot of Zoom and Skype calls uh, going around in the past few weeks, I can tell you that much. Yeah, just trying to keep in touch with people online through text messages or video conference calls. Yeah, our our family here's uh, started to come together on Saturday afternoons and watch the races a bit. So through it all, I've been uh, focusing a lot more on my exercise routine to try and keep myself in in shape and keep the mind ticking outside of work and university. Well, I've been able to pick up uh, reading books again, which is which has been very nice. Yeah, it's just sort of picking up these uh, good little habits that hopefully I'll be able to continue uh, as the lockdown sort of subsides. Mm. Something that has impacted a lot of people greatly is how universities have changed to online formats. School of now, schools are now doing the same. How has your degree been changed during this? Um, there have been quite a few assessment changes. Um, this weekend, actually, we were supposed to go on a uh, weekend excursion down to Queenscliff for our marine biology uh, course, but that, that's since been cancelled and we've had to make alternate arrangements to fill that hole there in the assessment and yeah, all, all the exams for the most part have been called off as well. So we've had to make some, you know, other arrangements there as well for assessment. 
and yeah, uh, adapting to the uh, video uh, streaming for online classes has been, you know, it's been a challenge to adapt to, but I, th I think, you know, we've done pretty well to adapt to that. It's just been a lot to sort of change considering uh, the degree is um, at, the, at that stage before the lockdown was fairly hands-on. Um, it, it relied on um, practical experience a lot. One of the most pressing issues right now is a bit of a mental health right now, and that's particularly coming with how the news is betraying the coronavirus, with it being particularly in your face. Have you been kind of actively engaged with the news and seeing what's happening right now with the pandemic, or have you been trying to kind of give yourself some space from what the news has been saying? Well, I'm one of those people that just likes to know what's going on. So I've been pretty engaged in watching the news, reading the newspaper and uh, keeping track of what's going on throughout this pandemic and seeing what the next step is to try and make sure that we deal with this in the best manner possible. So I've been very much engaged, uh, more so than any other time, uh, reading the newspaper and watching the news. So yeah, I've been fairly engaged. Now, do you think there's going to be anything good or surprising coming out of society after this? Do you think society will emerge in a whole different form than what it was previously before entering this situation? Yeah, I definitely think that we're going to be learning from this experience. Uh, I have no doubt in that. But I also think it's going to be a brave new world that awaits us outside of uh, these four walls that we're all uh, locked down in. It's definitely going to be a whole different, whole different ball game in, in terms of uh, the cultural and economic aspects of our society. I, I think we'll definitely uh, learn some important lessons from this. That was Michael. On our next episode, Alice sits down with 19-year-old student Angus Worry, who gives us an insight into the changes of COVID-19 has on his work, university, and social aspects of his life. It is a bit tough. Considering I was spending most of my days outside before COVID-19, but has made me realise to not take advantage of luxuries like being able to go outside. Conversations in Isolation is produced by RMIT Media and Profcom students. We're working from home using laptops, phones, and sometimes even a microphone if we're lucky. Music is by Melbourne musician Liam Matum, and you can find us on your favourite podcasting app. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Isolation Combos.